always look left on the chart. That is the subject of today's episode. Welcome back to the Making of a Trader podcast. My name is Alan Stenson and this is episode 63. Welcome back, guys. Okay, so today's episode is all about how do we keep that level of consistency? So many people ask, you know, how do you stop yourself from having that, you know, that that uh, losing trade? How do you stop yourself from uh, giving it all back on 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 having a bit of a fight with a with a stock and and then sort of ending up giving back all the, all of your profits? Well, the main uh, the main reason for uh, or, or sort of the main t- trigger for for achieving that level of consistency is, is looking left on the chart and, and actually understanding where those key levels of um, not just support and resistance, but where the reaction points are. So when you're looking at a chart, you know, look, if you're looking at, say, a, um, one of our favorite setups in the Timo group is, uh, is broken charts where you've had the big push and then it's just uh, re- sort of failed to hold up that level of support. So in other words, all that sort of initial buying interest that was in there that was pushing that stock up to a certain point, when it's pulled back and like tested a a key support level to see if there's plenty of other people wanting to come in and buy that stock uh, and hold it up and then, you know, potentially push it up to the next level, when that goes and it starts to drop and you're seeing that sort of broken chart, you know, you can see a stock that's still up 20, 30, 40, 50% on the day. But if it was up massively early in sort of pre-market and then it just, once it started to sell off, it then couldn't hold any levels of support and just carried on uh, selling off. You know, you're seeing that sort of lack of confidence where people are, are looking at that stock thinking, well, this isn't holding its gains and this is giving back. So anyone who is um, buying into that 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 stock simply because it's up, um, is going to be feeling the pain. They're going to be, you know, they're going to be. Uh, you've probably heard these the, the terms bag holder, um, you, know, f- you know, underwater. You know, people who have bought at a certain point, expecting it to hold that level of support. So they think they're buying the dip. They're they're buying the pullback. Um, when it then fails to hold that level and starts to keep uh, continue to drop, then they're underwater. They're thinking, oh no, this is you know this isn't holding up. This isn't going to be the next big runner so then they're starting to see this stock sort of drop further and further and then not holding these key levels and therefore you're seeing um what we term as a you know a broken chart setup so this this stock is looking like it's really breaking down off off um those massive uh, highs that it's that it's had so if anyone who is long on that stock when they're feeling all that pain when it starts to get you know potentially pop back up to those levels they're going to be thinking, right, this is my chance to get out because I'm, I've been sitting through all this pain. You know, I was expecting it to hold a certain level and then, then it didn't and it's carried on selling off and now I'm 50, you know, 50 cents down, now I'm a dollar down. You know, when, when it starts to then pop back up to that point where they were um, probably buying in, uh, in other words, that was, you know, that level of support that they thought they were buying in at the bottom of that pullback when it starts to pop back up to that level, you're likely to get some sort of reaction. So when, it, when, the, when the stock price gets up to that level, you're likely to see some selling, some people just getting shot of it because they, uh, you know, they've been waiting for any sort of pops to, to, uh, to get out, to minimize the damage, uh, uh, you know, and hopefully sort of 
uh, walk away from that trade not too badly. Um, and, you know, you're talking about emotions, you're talking about people who bought in, say they bought in at 650 because 650 was a key level on, on the chart. But it's when it got down to 650 and they bought, it then started to drop, couldn't hold 650, dropped down to six. Any little pops back up to 650 didn't break back through 650. Then it started to drop back down, couldn't hold six. It's dropping down to 550. Anyone who is holding through all of that is going to be thinking, oh, my God, you know, this is now a, a dollar away from where I bought. You know, I really hope this pops back up because I need to just get out. You know, this is this is causing me. Uh, you know, too much pain and, and I'm holding through all of this. So any of those pops back up to that sort of 650 level are quite likely to see some sort of reaction. So one of the things that we look for is that reaction trade. You're not necessarily looking to say, you know, definitively, this will now not get back over 650. Um, because, you know, <laughs> nobody has a crystal ball. You don't know that it's not going to get back over 650. What you're looking for is the reaction to that 650. So if it then pops back up towards that 650 and you, and you get a, a short entry close to that level, and on that reaction, it has a little pop up to it and then a bit of a sell off and it drops back down sort of 15, 20, 25 cents. It's that reaction that you can get a scalp on. So if you if you get an entry as close to that 650 level as, as possible, then your risk is pretty small because you're thinking, well, if this does reclaim 650 and then start to hold that 650 and then pop further past 650, if you've got an entry really close to 650, say 647, 648, 649, something like that, but it starts to hold that 650 level and starts to push back up and the volume starts to come in, then you might only be risking 5, 10, 15 cents or so um, to, to, you know, to see whether or not that specific trade is going to work or not. Um, so it's a relatively small level of risk. Um, and if you can catch that quick pop up and that quick reaction to it, you, you can, you know, scalp a good sort of 15, 20, 25 cents, sometimes significantly more than that. But it, it's just that regular sort of, if you think about it, you know, even just a thousand shares, uh, 20 cents, uh, um, uh, a quick scalp on, on those reactions, you know, that's, that's $200. If you do that five times a day, that's $1,000 without ha ever having taken any sort of massive risk. You know, you're, you're looking at a relatively small amount of risk. Um, you're reading the chart because you're, you're only taking that trade because that's a very, very key level on the chart. So it's likely to have some sort of reaction. And, and it's that reaction that you're trading. It doesn't matter if uh, it has that quick reaction, pulls back, you scalp it, and then it faffs around at 6.25, 6.30 for a little while, then has another little look at 6.50, then eventually reclaims 6.50, and then pushes up back up towards 7. It doesn't matter because you've had your trade. You've, you've taken that initial reaction uh, scalp um, for on that key level, and that's what you're looking for. It's those uh, relatively predictable reactions that you're looking to grab a little piece of the action. And as long as you're not greedy, as long as you're not sort of holding holding on for a massive win, you know, you can you can lock that quick scalp in um, and, you know, and walk away. And then it doesn't matter what it does. You, if it reclaims 650, then you can wait and look for the next level. You know, what was the high of day? Um, what was the next key sort of red line on your on your chart that you're looking for? 
um, for it to have a, another reaction to. So, you know, it's about, it's about sort of stepping back, watching the chart, reading the chart, looking left on the chart and seeing. And the reason I say look left is that's the history of the chart. If you, you can scroll back and look back on, you know, a year, two, three years, you know, more even on, on the pricing action of that particular uh, stock. And you can see on the chart where the amount of volume has come in, where it's fought at a certain level. You know, you, those, those key levels are very likely to come into play, um, you know, the next time it gets towards that level. Because what most uh, traders will be doing is looking back on the chart and looking at, you know, what are the key sort of sticking points? Where, where has it held support multiple times? But then when it did drop it, it really dropped it. And then that support turned into uh, overhead resistance because once it got back below that level, it couldn't get back above it. So it's looking at those levels. So look, look left on the chart, see where those key levels are. And in, 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 you know, in, the, in the light of trying to um, keep that level of consistency going, you, you, you want to be able to sort of check that, that, that sort of level that you're looking for and trust your level. So you know, in that example that we just used, if 650 is your level, then you're risking off 650. So to keep that consistency going, what you're not doing is going, I'm risking off 650. And then it pops up, you get an entry close to 650. But then it pops back over 650, holds 650, and then starts to climb above 650. And then you're thinking, well, mm, okay, this, this hasn't held, uh, 650 hasn't held as overhead resistance. Where's my next level? Uh, so then you look at the chart and you think, well, really the next level is sort of 7 or 7.20 or whatever the case may be. So what you've just done is at that point, you've, you've completely changed uh, the rules and, and the trading plan uh, of that particular trade. And that's where a lot of people go wrong because they don't want to realize the loss. You know, I put a, I put a story up on, my Insta- on the Timo Instagram page um, uh, just the other day. I, I had... Um, I've had having a really, really strong um, run of green trades. And um, just uh, yesterday, I believe it was, um, I had five scalps. Uh, four of them were green. One of them uh, was red. And on that red trade, you know, I recognized that that's, that trade wasn't really working out. It wasn't, you know, it, my, my, my level that I was risking off uh, didn't hold. So, you know, I stopped out. And I stopped out for six or seven cents, a, a, you know, a share. So it was a really you know, small manageable loss and it just didn't overly affect my day. I still had a green day. So, you know, the how people, you know, people say, how do you keep that level of consistent, consistency going? It's, it's understanding that you're scaling to or you're risking off a certain point. And if that's your point, um, then trust your line. And if that line doesn't hold and it's not working out, then stop out whilst it's very small. You can always get back in if it then starts to set up at a, at a different level, you know, much higher up. But what you don't want to do is you don't want to be scaling in at 650 if ultimately that stock ends up running to eight because you're $1.50 away. Every time you add up towards that eight level um, where it, you know, ultimately say in this example, say uh, it, it starts to top out. If you've started as a scale at 650, then any ads are going to mean that your your average is still compromised. You know, even if you got an ad at eight, if you were starting at six, 650, your average is going to be well under eight. So 
even if it pops up, has a quick reaction to eight and, and pulls back sort of 20 or 30 cents, it might not be any good for you because you're still 50 cents away. You know, your average is still well below uh, where that quick pullback is from that, that reaction. So, you know, if you're scaling in and changing your, your risk level, you are then losing complete control over what you want to do in that trade. And therefore, you're really running the risk of um, sustaining more red trades than, uh, than green. Because the whole point of having a risk line is you're scaling and you're risking to that line. If it breaks out over that line, now your trading plan says, in order to ensure that I now don't turn this into a big loss, I need to stop out. You know, I need to stop out whilst it's only a 5, 10, 15 cent loss because that's manageable. I can take that loss. It doesn't matter what it does. If it rips another $2, it doesn't matter because I'm out. I have no more risk on the table. I can now wait and, and, and step back and decide when I want the next one to uh, attack that stock. Too many people are afraid to take the loss, um, have started to scale in far too early, or it gets to their line, it breaks through their line, and then they just decide to change the plan and say, okay, fine, I'll, I'll start risking off the next line, and then the next line. And the, the trouble with that is, as I said, if you've already started from well below, then your average is already compromised. It doesn't matter if you're adding up to that level. If that wasn't your original plan, then your scaling is going to be all skewed. You're going to be you know, it's far too committed. You're going to have far too big a position size. And, you know, even sort of bigger ads are, are not going to bring your average up to, to where that stock is. So you're going to lose that opportunity to take that sort of reaction trade at the next level. Um, so that's for me, that, that that's a big, big point in terms of keeping that consistency going. If you've, if you've, if you're trading off a certain line, stick to that line. That's your trade. If it works, uh, and, and, you know, as long as you're picking your key lines and they are lines that where you've looked left on the chart and you can see that these are really solid key lines, most of the time those lines are, are likely to work and this will certainly give you enough of a reaction to be able to scalp something uh, on that trade. If you then decide to ignore that or don't uh, get a feel uh, on that quick pullback and then it starts to reclaim and then push, if you don't stop out, then you've completely lost your edge um, and your advantage on that sort of on that trade setup because now even if you try and do the same thing at the next level you're too compromised because your average is going to be way under where you need it to be so for me that's a key key point just keep your losses really small and you you are in control of that you know if it starts to break out over that level stop out it's the same as you know taking a short risking off the high of day you know if you get a stock that's pushing back up towards the high of day. You know, a lot of people think, God, that's really risky because if it breaks out, then, you know, you're screwed. However, if you're getting an entry for a short right up really, really close to that high of day, if it's likely to give you, you know, some sort of reaction. It's, it's not that um, normal for a stock to just pile straight through and, and keep pushing. You know, of course, and that does happen. And you know, and, and uh, you have to, you know, you have to be aware of that. But it's it's quite likely if a stock has been sort of working its way back up towards that high of day, it's likely that other people who were long on that stock uh, on the pullback are now going to be thinking, well, 
okay, I don't trust that this is definitely going to break out and, and, and push. So I'm probably going to sell when it gets close to the sort of the high of day. In case it gets to the high day, can't push over it and starts to pull back. So I'm going to set my sell order, you know, really close up to that sort of high of day so that I know I'm getting you know, potentially the maximum amount of profit that I can on that trade. So if you're shorting at that level, then you can possibly catch that sort of quick uh, entry at that high of day and then cover on the drop. And that drop might only be 10, 15, 20, 25 cents or so, but that can be enough. You know, like I said, that's, you know, that's a decent amount to, to lock in. Uh, and stay safe. But the reason I, I, I quite like those trades is that if your risk level is, if that high of day doesn't hold, you can just stop out. So, you know, if you're, if you're getting an entry, um, say, you know, in that example of, of, of 650, if 650 was the high of day, and it's pushing up towards that 650, and you got an entry at, say, 645 or 648 or something like that, then you're, you're a few cents away from the high of day. If it pops up and then holds and starts to close over 650 and then starts to want to climb further further up, then you're stopping out. You know, you're, you might only be risking 5, 10 cents or so. So it's a, it's a, it's a good risk-reward, if you like, because it, it either works or it doesn't. And, um, you know, there's a good chance that you're going to get an initial pop and then a slight pullback where you're getting people selling off. And the reason you're likely to get that reaction is because it's high of day and other people are going to be thinking, well, high of day, if it doesn't break out, then it's, it could reject and then pull back again. So that's what you're looking to trade. You're looking to grab that little piece on that pop right up to that level and then cover it immediately on the, on the quick drop. Um, and that for me is a, is a, you know, one of those higher probability setups and one that has a relatively small amount of risk because it, it either works or it doesn't. And if it doesn't, you know immediately that it's not working and you can just stop it out. Right, guys, I hope that's helped. Um, have a uh, good trading day tomorrow. Friday rules tomorrow. So remember, nail and bail. Uh, don't, try and, uh, don't try and get stuck into anything that's going to you know, keep you in there for hours trying to <laughs> turn it into a decent trade. So just nail and bail. Pick those high probability setups and then uh, probably lock it in and, and uh, stop everything early for, uh, for the weekend. Take care. I'll see you guys on the next one.